period. Do you have a sense of what happened that certain of these medicines were sort of disallowed and yet certain other of these medicines were given full steam ahead by the, by the government? Well, I, I mean, we'd have to look at, really go back in the history of psychiatry, that the, you know, the prevailing treatment model was psychoanalytic uh, psychotherapy or psychoanalysis through the 50s and into the 60s. There really was a very limited biological model for psychiatry. And then um, these compounds, starting with LSD, discovered by Hoffman in 43 and, uh, and, and, and then distributed to investigators around the world in the late 40s and early 50s started to be the objects of a lot of interest. Uh, and uh, people are not generally aware of it, but very early preclinical studies with LSD led to the actual uh, you know, mapping out and even discovery of the serotonergic neurotransmitter system. So, it was, you know, without the um, LSD experiments in animal laboratory studies, um, you know, there, in a sense, there would not have been the later development of the uh, pharmaceutical uh, products that utilize the serotonin system, particularly the SSRIs and also some of the atypical neuroleptics. Um, so, uh, uh, but... Um, what happened in the 60s essentially was that with the encouraging reports coming out of uh, many uh, research groups that these compounds could dramatically transform individuals, uh, inevitably the uh, kind of the, uh, the, the secret or the product got out of the lab or got out of the research setting and made its way into the mainstream, became very popular among certain segments of the population, particularly the, uh, the youth subculture, and was identified with um, uh, really calls for change, uh, and these compounds were perceived as catalysts for change. And by the late 60s, we had a, uh, we had a lot of uh, political strife in the country, a lot of, uh, in a sense, culture wars, cultural conflicts, and um, th- th- these compounds were split off and identified as, uh, to some degree as, uh, as uh, having set off these uh, cultural uh, conflicts that were seen as somewhat disruptive, and uh, uh, by the late 60s, there were efforts undertaken to halt the studies that had been going on and to uh, eliminate uh, permission to conduct new studies. So, in a sense, by by the late 60s, early 70s, all research with psychedelics uh, was in the process had been shut down or was in the process of being shut down. Uh, so if I understand you, you're saying that the the medicines themselves were seen by members of the government as being potentially dangerous to the government itself because of the insights that people might get from taking these medicines? Well, I think they're perceived as being dangerous to the status quo, that they were identified particularly by, you know, proselytizers as being um, catalysts for change. And certainly Tim Leary made, uh, you know, was not uh, modest about uh, speaking out uh, about what he perceived as the uh, potentials these compounds had. I think there was a lot of fear of the compounds running throughout society. Uh, Throughout the media, there was a lot of attention given to the, you know, adverse effects, particularly among youth. There were... um, 
uh, you, you know, politicians were hearing from parents groups, uh, schools were concerned. There, there was just a, uh, a, a great sense of uh, rapid change. These compounds were not well understood. There, were, there was a, a fearful response in many quarters towards these compounds, and particularly in the halls of power. The individuals who have attained power are not eager for uh, change catalysts to occur within the culture. So uh, there was, a, uh, I think, a collective sense that this, this area had to be put to rest. And, and, and it, it was, but at, at, you know, and if you talk with any of the older researchers like, like Jim Fadiman or Stan Groff, Bill Richards, those who are still around, you, you, you can hear their, their deep regret that this was done because they were doing fascinating work that held so much potential to um, alleviate human suffering, help us further understand uh, the mind and how to best uh, help people. Um, and everything was just shut down in its tracks, uh, and, and it was uh, perceived as a great, a great loss. And I spoke with Jim in the late 80s about this, and at that point, Jim felt that uh, we would never get to see uh, these, these, these compounds again investigated under objective sanction settings. So I was, uh, I was pleased. That, you know, Jim's a very prescient individual and uh, really has great insight, but I was glad to see on, on that score at least that he, 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 he was wrong. Yes, by the way, the, the 